0: Get ready to call in with your questions and comments at one 472 5790 That's one 472 5790 Business Buzz is out to put the buzz back into your business. Here's your host, Frank Hellring. Hey, can you hear the buzz? Welcome wherever you may be. You have found Business Buzz.
1: I'm your host, Frank Hellring, and we're coming to you live, prime time, On the Voice America Business Network channel and Business Buzz is brought to you today by Moda Business Solutions because they have resources that make sense. Well, I'm telling you, listen, if you're a small business out there today and you've got some challenges, and I think we all do at one time or another in marketing, communications, or possibly even reducing your operational costs, Moda has got like a smorgasbord of benefits, offerings, that will help you in those categories and even beyond that. So pick up the phone and dial 858-251-4640. That's 858-251-4640 to get in touch with Motor Today because they can help you to blacken your bottom line. To get in touch with us on the show, you can reach us toll-free, number 877-3-NOWBUZ, or I'm simply going to give you my personal email, T H E H U B M A R T, that's the hubmart at gmail.com. Send me an email. We'll talk about having you as a guest on my show real soon. Shout out to one of my national advertisers, L E T I P dot com. Number one, as far as I'm concerned, B2B networking. Coast to coast, border to border, all over the country, 4,500 businesses strong, 220 chapters. Let me tell you something. If you are a small business and you are not in relationship with other community businesses around you in your neighborhood, you need to get to letip.com today. They'll put you in touch with the chapter president. They'll invite you to a breakfast or a lunch. You'll walk in. They'll assess you. You assess them. If you're interested in being a member, you're going to occupy one chair in that room. Not like three real estate agents, two guys that want to cut your lawn like a chamber of commerce. We're talking about your category singled out in the tip of your community. Get with L-E-T-I-P today and find out how you can have other people in the room being a billboard for your business. Well, last November, I did a show with whistleblowers of America. And at that time, I uncovered an incredible story that I have been pushing out really since that day. And it is the fact that veterans are being murdered in their beds in veteran hospitals. You need to go to veteran, V-E-T-E-R-A-N, murders, dot com. That's a special landing page we created specifically to get the word out to stop this travesty that's happening in this nation. So if you're a veteran or you know a veteran or you just simply care about people who picked up a weapon, went to a far-flung battlefield and defended your freedoms, you need to go to Veteran, V-E-T-E-R-A-N, Murders, M-U-R-D-E-R-S. You will find the playback of the show. Also, I was interviewed by a nationally syndicated podcast, Scott McKay, the Patriot Street Fighter, There's all kinds of resources there. You can even leave your own story. Go to veteran, V-E-T-E-R-A-N, murders, M-U-R-D-E-R-S.com, and let's stop the killing. Well, I am very excited about this show today. Another show put together by my publicist, Dr. Andrea Adams-Miller. What an amazing lady she is, and what a resource she's been to this show. And I am joined today by a guest that she has put together, Dave Stevens. Dave Stevens is the only legless player in sports history to have played NCAA football, Augsburg University of Minnesota, and minor league baseball, St. Saint Paul Saints. The seven-time Emmy-winning sports of journalist is now a motivational speaker and television host as he nears 40 years in broadcasting, 20 with ESPN. Dave has professional tryouts with the Dallas Cowboys. Can you imagine? I'm a Redskins fan. We'll talk about that in the NFL and the Minnesota Twins and the Cincinnati Reds in the Major League Baseball Arena. He's been featured on every television network and virtually every magazine, a newspaper in the country and around the world. He's the father of three teen boys. He's a professional resident at Quinnipiac University and oversees the New Ability Media Initiative at the college to teach media and production to disabled students and create job opportunities and careers. He also hosts a syndicated and national podcast. He's a highly sought after motivational speaker. Dave also puts on sports camps for disabled persons across the country. He's currently on a board of three different charities, including Runway of Dreams, which is an initiative for adaptive clothing. Dave resides in the wonderful state of Connecticut. Dave Stevens, welcome to Business Buzz.
2: Wow. After, after that intro, I thought you just introduced God himself. So I'm I'm very humbled, but uh, thank you very much. It's a... Uh, Great, Frank, to be here. It's uh, going to be a fun day.
1: Dave, I'll tell you what, I looked at your bio, I'm in awe of your accomplishments, but boy, you had to start somewhere, right? Tell us about your early life and how that came about.
2: Well, I mean, uh, the audience might be scratching their heads or shaking, you know, looking, going, what, what are we talking about here? This kid was born without legs. Uh, so strike one, born without legs. Strike two, put up for adoption. Um, you know, right at birth. And uh, a loving couple, a World War II veteran and a housewife who were significantly older uh, adopted me and, and and took me in. And we were very poor. Uh, I think we moved around 13 times. I went to five different schools, but I was loved and I didn't know any better to just live a normal life, which included me starting to play sports, which I started playing sports at an early age to try to fit in like everybody else. And there were no adaptive sports or anything like that so I had to either be good and fail or be good and make the team and so I started playing all kinds of sports basketball floor hockey flag football softball and took it to the next level in high school playing um, high school football I wrestled um, got to two state championships and played baseball for four years you know so I'm very lucky that that kind of got me to where I am today by being on TV shows in the day called that's incredible. Uh I was on a show um you know before 40 million people in those days and and ironically there was a little 5-year-old kid hitting golf balls off my fake legs in the green room and I I didn't like that and I asked, you know, can you tell your kid to stop that? So this old guy kind of said, "Hey Tiger, stop doing that." So I was on this TV show with Tiger Woods, you know, when he was 5 years old as a golfer. So you never know where you're going to end up, um, you know, 40 years, as you said, in television and broadcasting and ESPN. And uh, I i don't even believe it sometimes when, when I hear what you say and I hear what others talk about where I've been, uh, you know, that's not the definition of somebody who is handicapped or disabled. It, it's, it's, you know, it's kind of cool. It's a lot of accomplishments. And so I'm very happy that, uh, you know, I can do what I do, done what I've done and continue to, you know, hopefully inspire and motivate.
1: You know, Dave, I remember when I was a kid, you know, I was a skinny, you know, basically uh six foot, uh, two, three uh, ball and nothing. <laughs> you know, they used uh-huh. to call me zipper because I had a big nose. Right. But I was very skinny. Right. Turn sideways. Right. Give a zipper. Right. But you remember those times. Right. When everybody chose up a team. Right. Everybody lined up and said, well, you know, I'll take you and I'll take you and I'll take you. Invariably, I'd be the last one. Hicked, okay. Uh, did that, that ever happen with you? Uh, we're not at that stage of life, you know, when you were just palling around, you know, with the kids.
2: Right. That's that's a, a I've been interviewed a lot. That is a tremendously insightful question that I never get asked. And it's it was one of the more motivating things in my life is, you know, and, and no offense if I use certain terms, but I didn't want to be either me or the fat kid picked last and so I worked hard to get better in sports so you move your way up that nerd food chain or whatever you describe it so then suddenly you're the you know second to last and fifth to last and suddenly you're you're made the captain and you get to do the pick so it was it was always important for me to you know get better and to improve and and to your point not get picked last and and over the years I've actually had conversation with my head coaches you know and and try to try to think about this as a parent from the other side and I have but can you imagine that coach going to that parent saying your kid is not good enough because a guy without legs beat him out to start in right field or beat him out to be the nose tackle or beat him out to be the starting wrestler and and I had I heard from my coaches a lot of parents that came to them and said how can this be possible how can this you know and it's like they had to tell them, your kid's not good enough. So it's like I've, I've been on both sides of that. And what a great question because that was that was one of the most underlying motivational things in my life is to not get picked last, not to have that feeling of nobody wants me and they had to take me. And sometimes they just took the three last guys on one team because they knew you all sucked and it didn't matter anyway. So uh, that's it. I'm, I'm kind of blown away. That great question, Frank.
1: No problem, Dave. You know, that's, that's my job. <laughs> the bottom line here, though, and, and, and if you took a look at the show description that I put together, and I got a little bit of flack on it, and we well, now, oh, Frank, you're being too political. No, I don't think so, and I'll tell you why. Because what you are today, you didn't start as, right? Okay? You started as someone who could have been depicted as disabled, right? My understanding is you were adopted, right? And at some point in time in your life, you did meet your birth parent, right? Can you kind of tell us a little bit about that? That must've been a momentous, uh, you know,
2: meeting. Well, it's not, you know, there's not always those Hollywood happy endings to a lot of things like that. And, uh, you know, um, to your point, I'm lucky that I was adopted by the parents that took me despite being poor and all the stuff that I had to go through. Um, it made me better. It made me humble. It made me appreciate. But um, a couple of years ago, Uh, When I was working um, at the Super Bowl in Minnesota, there was this TV show called Finding Lost Parents, or some some show where they tracked down adoptive parents. They found out about my story. They said, hey, we're going to come to you. They flew to Minnesota to the Super Bowl to get my DNA test done. They were so excited. They were going to do a full-hour show, talk about my motivational speaking and what I've overcome. And So, I get back uh, from Minnesota. It's March, and I get a call from the producers at uh, Lifetime or wherever it was, and They're like, Hey, we have, we have news. Is it good? Is it bad? You interpret it. And I'm like, okay, well, we tracked down your parents, um, but they don't want to do the show. Um, Your father doesn't want to be connected to this in any way. And your mother said she'd have a conversation with you, but she won't do the show. So I, was like, okay, that I was excited to have my life explode and now it's not. So, okay. So I had a phone conversation with her and the P.T. Barnum of me even recorded it. So you could go on YouTube and Google this. I I, I thought, well, if we could save the show, I'll record our conversation. Um But we had a, a, that opening conversation. Um, we met in D.C. Um, and you learn, you know, that people make either mistakes or choices in their life that you can't undo. And, and they made the choice to Not tell anyone i was ever born uh to not you know do anything to try to find me or anything um and so they didn't tell their own kids that i existed so suddenly 50 years later this bouncing baby comes along and they are mad at their parents they're like how could you deceive us how could you tell us and then on my father's side i had a 22 minute conversation with him And I said, I don't want your money because he's very well off in Texas. Um, And I'm like, I don't want your money. I wasn't trying to, I just wanted you to know, because in my mind, Frank, I made up that fantasy. If my parents saw me on TV, they'd be so proud. Or if they knew what I did, they'd think, wow, we should have never given him up. But the reality was he's, you know, we had a 22 minute conversation. He's like, you sound like a nice kid. I'm like, yeah, you got three grandkids who would love to know you. And he's like, okay, well, you know, we'll, we'll see how this goes. Uh, about an hour later, I get a text, uh, don't ever call us, don't ever contact us again, we don't want anything to do with you. Two weeks later, I, I let that settle and I, I texted him on Father's Day and I said, hey, just so you know, no hard feelings, happy Father's Day. I then get a text that says, you need to go on Dr. Phil, you need to understand that you were a mistake and you should have never been here. Uh, please don't ever contact us again. So... uh The rejection of that, like I haven't had therapy. I probably should. Um, to have that like that was a that was a midlife gut punch I had never expected. Didn't think I would react to it that way, but to be told that you were a mistake and to you know hear that from the person that created you, uh, you know, lie, don't say anything like that. Uh it, it was it was tough. So you don't, you know, I've stayed in contact with my mother. We text occasionally you know i met her at the you know i was at the super bowl in san francisco uh, two years ago we got together but we're never gonna have the you know hollywood yay story her kids don't want everything i've got five brothers and sisters from the combined families that are out there that either don't want to have anything to do with me or don't know and and i have three sons that don't have any family on my side you know so it kind of it's not always you don't always get those happy endings as i said but Am I better? Do I wish I, you know, I kind of wish that I'd never had my dreams come true in that case.
1: You know, Dave, we've got to be moving to our first break here, but, you know, that's an insightful amount of data <laughs> that you just <laughs> shared. And and then the other side of the coin is, and, and my heart really goes out to the people who have, you know, had an abortive situation and whatnot, probably wondered what the status of that child would have been, you know, and the fact that we've had about 81 million kids killed in this country since 1973 uh i'm just so thankful that you're with me here today and i say that from the bottom of my heart uh because quite frankly somebody overlooked something else that dave stevens is on my show today
2: well th- thank you frank and i appreciate that and then and, and think about it because again to a lot of your listeners they don't even know what institutionalized was and i could have been institutionalized i could have been in one of those hospitals where nobody cared if you lived or die until H- Geraldo rivera jumped into new york and saved it but yeah, I was thought of as that—like no hope, no future. Let's just dump him somewhere, and you know, like this horrible orphanage for all uh, the the misfit toys. You know.
1: Well, as General Longstreet said to Robert E. Lee at Gettysburg, "Well, we'll just show General Meade how wrong he was." <laughs> we got to move to our first break here, Dave. Uh, you're listening to Business Buzz with Frank Keller,ing live on Voice America Business Network. Brought to you now by a California Senior Guide. Dot com. Listen, this sponsor, if you're a small business out there, you need to pay attention to every word I'm going to tell you right now, because you are talking about one of the largest marketplaces in America. Seniors, they represent $3.5 trillion of spendable, disposable income. You know what that means is they got lots of money in their wallets. Lots of money in their purses. They're sitting around senior centers and they got nothing better to do than turn around and find out how to spend it before their kids grab it. So I'm telling you right now, go to CaliforniaSeniorGuide.com if you've got a product or a service that you want to get in front of the eyeballs of these incredible seniors who are going to buy from you. You're going to get a pop-up box, pops up on the website. I realize it's a little bit antiquated, a little bit sophomoric, but leave your Email. Somebody will get in touch with you to get an eighth page ad, a quarter page ad, a half page ad, or a full page ad like I've got in Voice Voice America, which I helped negotiate that contract, has in that magazine. I'm telling you right now, go to CaliforniaSeniorGuide.com today and find out how you can get that product or service in front of seniors right now. Well, I've been mixing it up with Dave Stevens. What an incredible, incredible history This man has, but now we're going to move in in the second segment into what Dave did with that supposed disability that launched him where he is today. And we're going to be right back after my advertisers take two and two to take a look at you with more buzz for your business.
3: Moda Business Solutions is your one-stop shop with a focus on time and cost savings. We let you, the business owner, focus on running your businesses instead of searching for quality products and services. Cash is king, and we strive to put more cash into your pocket. Moda Business Solutions provides top-of-the-line products and services, connecting you with trending companies. Are you ready to grow your business? Call Moda Business Solutions at 858 251 or visit us online at modeofbusinesssolutions.com.
4: visit letip.com for more information that's letip.com
0: we're always looking for guests resources and business promotion would you like to be a guest on the show do you have a resource that can help small businesses increase sales lower costs and amplify brand loyalty do you have a business that needs to elevate your brand and expand your reach if any of these sound like a fit for you Having Frank come speak at your event can motivate your team and your customers, which means he can also motivate the growth of your business. It's time to take it to the next level. Visit businessbuzz.com and watch things grow. You're listening to Business Buzz with your host, Frank Hellring. To reach the live show, please call 1-866-472-5790. Again, that's 1-866-472-5790. Or send Frank an email at info at businessbuzz.com. That's info at B-I-Z-Z-N-E-S-S Now, back to Business Buzz. Hey, welcome back. I'm
1: your host, Frank, Herring, live on Business Buzz. I've got Dave Stevens with me today. Dave, what an incredible first segment, but now I want to really drill down into what you're doing today, you know? I mean, a guy who was in the NCAA, that's amazing. I mean, NCAA sports, right? You definitely got involved in minor league baseball in the major leagues, and a few other things that are just absolutely astounding. How did that all come about? I mean, my goodness, I mean, I I think of the the intensity just of minor leagues in baseball, right? I mean, two out of a 1,000 actually end up on a diamond playing Major League Baseball, right? I mean, that must have been absolutely amazing in a lot of facets that you had to go through, right?
2: Yeah, I'm just lucky that I'm able to hit a baseball and, and to be able to field adequately enough, but to be at a point where you know, you're not a detriment to the team. You're not hurting the team. You're not just, you know, I I always, I've seen the stories and they're beautiful where you see somebody with a, a down syndrome, they hand him a football and he runs for a touchdown and everybody moves aside. Like I never wanted to be that. I had to be an athlete to be equal with you leggies to compete at the, at the best levels I possibly could, because that's what You, you know, you played in the outfield, you were a pitcher, you knew what it was like, you wanted to play against the best to see if you could hold your own. And so I just worked harder than everybody else. And, you know, there wasn't a book how to play baseball for dummies with no legs. You just learn with a tennis ball against a wall and figuring out the angles. And, you know, and I still have that to this day. I, I, my kids are amazed how well I can feel ground balls because I know every single trajectory pattern that can possibly come off of it. And it's like, you know, so I, I can teach that now. I can teach foot plates and where you're, you know, all those kind of things. And you know, that and that's why it's nice that you're having me on this show, Frank, because I am a small business. I'm a little guy with no legs, and I'm and and I am a small business because I I go out, I motivate people, I talk to them, I appear at places, and 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 now you know these small businesses can take a piece of me or at least some of that philosophy away, and always realize we are the little guys. And, and with COVID and all the setbacks that you've had for all the small business owners, that you know, it, it's nice that you can have me on to talk about what I've overcome. And if they can take a piece of that and just apply it to their everyday life, you know, to, to realize that no matter how low your life can get, it's always going to get higher with hard work and that attitude that, Nobody's going to beat me. Nobody's going to tell me I don't have legs and that I can't do something and take that to that next level as a business owner of like, I'm not going to make those cuts. I'm not going to fire that person. I'm going to make sure how can we figure out a way to get more commerce in or figure out let's go with a different uh, distributor. Can we save costs that way? All these kind of things that that these small business owners have to do that, you know, COVID crushed my speaking uh, business. So, what did I do? I became an internet host of a of a talk show, which led to a college seeing me and creating a multi platform business for people with disabilities to, to 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 do media. So, there's always ways to beat the odds and to overcome uh, whatever you have. You know, I, I don't feel sorry for a lot of people unless they're way worse off than me. Because if you've got a brain, if you've got the ability to function an arm or a leg or to put something in your mouth to poke at a keypad or something like that, then man, use those gifts, go out there and, and really make a difference. Cause there's too many people that don't know how to run businesses. There's too many people that have been in businesses too long that don't know how to run businesses. And the little guys need to step up more, especially the times that we're coming through with, you know, potential recession and all that.
1: Yeah, I'll tell you what's interesting, Dave, you're sitting there saying that you played the hot corner, right? Okay. And you teach kids how to take ground balls. I was thinking of Bill Buckner, right? He had that one go through the wickets, you know. So that ain't going to happen to you, right?
2: (laughs) No, because when I'm diving, my body is blocking everything out there. So it's like, no, you, you, yeah. But, uh, you know, uh, we all have our failures. And, and, you know, I'm like a weeble. I don't have far to fall down, but I do wobble sometimes. And uh, unless I'm really drunk and I completely fall over. But, you know, it's like I pick myself back up despite the failures, despite, you know, both of my parents dying from cancer when I turned 18 and 19, you know, my mom died, my, my adoptive mom died the day I left for college. And so I turned to drugs for a year. I, I did the wrong things, but I always knew that I wanted to be in television broadcasting mm-hmm. and I wanted to make a difference. And so that's what I turned my attentions to after sports to work on that career, to hone those skills, you know, because it's tough for a person with a disability not only did it get a job in mainstream society, but you're talking about who's going to hire a guy without legs to be on the air who's going to hire a guy without legs to do all of the jobs that I have done in this business and so you know you had to get you had to be extra good at what you did you know you had to know all the things nowadays where they teach everybody every single thing that wasn't like that in those days. you were either writer writer or a producer or a photographer or all the the different jobs. Now it's expected to be one. And, and I kind of did that. So when ESPN hired me, they had never had a disabled handicap or whatever you wanted to call me. I was like the first I was. So it's like, then the bosses are like, oh, do we treat him differently? Can we judge him? Um, do we give him less work? Do, how do we talk to him? If the, if he does do something wrong, are we sensitive to it? And and all those things that I have been through that I'm sure, you know, your your listeners that are in the business world, they're like, how do i treat somebody with a disability how how do i you know and, and so i can also help and, and bring that to the table giving them both sides of you know you don't baby us you know but figure out if we have add or adhd or if we don't work well in groups then put us on projects where we can succeed you know all those kind of things that um i i came into that life as far as the espn the espn way the disney way the big corporate way which now that i've broken off into an individual LLC business myself, learning, you know, what they can do, the mean things, the tax evasion things, the stuff that they do that, you know, Disney is battling Florida right now. So, um, you know, I, I just hope that I can continue to work, contribute, and that other people with disabilities get those opportunities because we are the biggest minority in the entire world. But we have the smallest voice when it comes to jobs and job opportunities. And I know the government, you know, we just had the 30th year or whatever of the American Disabilities Act, but are we really better than we were 30 years ago? Are there more opportunities? We get feel good events. We have rallies, we have all this, but they're still not gotten the jobs. You know, you see a token wheelchair in a a Target or Walmart commercial, but is there a CEO in a wheelchair of, of some of these places? Is there somebody who's missing sight you know is that there are all these roles and positions and i i'm not sure we're better than we were there's people that care and and don't get me wrong because of the veterans organizations and things like that but i still don't see you know we we've lost and, and i don't want to get real political but you know when george floyd happened we kind of had a setback for the minorities because not that it's wrong but you know, there was a more push for justice. There was a more push for representation, and everybody, our our world, which that word inclusion has been taken away from. Inclusion now covers LGBT community and and the black community and and the handicapped and disabled. We've been like, we're like, hey, what about us? We we forgot about us. We're we're not getting you know all these kind of things. And again, great, powerful you know things have been done and good things have been changed but for, for the disabled community we're we're still the small disabled community business world is even it's it's even tougher you know unless you've opened a coffee shop or one of those kind of things where you can kind of get by we're not seeing major you know CEOs and and vice presidents and you know all these kind of things we're just not we're not there yet and i and i hope we can in my lifetime
1: Sounds to me like an initiative needs to be started there, Dave. You know, I was sitting there thinking to myself, you know, as you were talking, you know, we probably get a lot of frustrated jocks out there today. You know, (laughs) guys that never, ever accomplished. I'm looking at the picture behind you of you with a batting helmet on. You're at the plate. You're in a professional uniform. There's guys in the dugout behind you taking a look. You got batting gloves on the whole shot. Let me ask you a question. When did you actually step onto a major league diamond and how did that feel?
2: Well, that, that photo behind me is a major league diamond. It's saying uh, where the Phillies um, have their uh, training facilities. And I, I played in a game with N- MLB alumni, famous superstars and and great players. And I got to pitch, you know, I, I pitched and hit in that game. And, you know, just to be out there, to just to be with, you know, these major leaguers, again, I look. I still look up to them because they got to that level. They got to the point that I didn't, and, and so many others ha- have tried to. And and you just still to this day, when Joe Madden used to have me come and work out with the Tampa Rays, and, and, and you come out, and they're like, go get in the cage and start hitting. And suddenly, you know, Derek Jeter and all these Yankees that were playing the Rays are around the cage watching me take batting practice, and the pressure of, you know, swinging in a miss if i swing in a miss they're like oh he's got no legs i feel sorry for him but you you make that contact and they're like you're hearing all the hispanic voices and people and stuff like that so you know i still get a rush out of it to this day you know to spend a few days with tim tebow working out with him when he was you know in the minor leagues and to continue to go to the minor league parks that i put on my camps with and to you know again here I am out there at my age, you know, throwing balls and doing stuff at 57 and they still see the glimmers every now and you know, I can, there's a little spark every now and then, not, not as much, but to see the things that I can still do. And I hope again, they walk away and realize the blessings that two arms and two eyes and two everythings have that that I don't have, but I'm not bitching about those you know, things because Look at what I've done. Like, I'm Forrest Gimp. Like, I have done things that people only, you know, playing in the same outfield with ODB McDowell and Barry Bonds. And I've played football in Ireland and New Zealand. And I've tried out, you know, for major league teams and, and, and stuff like that. And, and it can be done by anybody. You know, it, it's just you got to work hard and and do those things that you don't think you can do to have that courage, even as a small business owner. That to you've got to have that courage. You've got to make those chances. You know, we get away now in this day and age of, well, oh well, here's your participation trophy, young man. We didn't keep score. You know, you win in life and you lose in life, and we need to teach people like that so they're so they're prepared. We got to better prepare them.
1: You know, Jamie, I was sitting here thinking to myself, you major league batted right in, in, in the major leagues. And you know, that, that strike zone, you know, <laughs> that they show right on, on TV, right. Uh, did they have yeah. to lower,
2: did they have to lower that for you? <laughs> the, the umps went my waist to eye level and some would take a little, uh, you know, I've I got to give them that credit, you know, and it really always messed up the pitchers because my, my high school team, everybody wanted to hit in the lineup after me because the pitchers are so messed up that I think, They all hit like 600 because the pitcher just wanted to find the plate again. And, you know, it's comical until you come up. I was in a minor league game in Madison, Wisconsin, and and I wasn't expected to play. Daryl Strawberry had hit three home runs trying to get back to the majors, and he said, skip, I'm done. Send Dave up. And the next thing I know, I hear over the PA system, now batting for Daryl Strawberry, number 32, Dave Stevens. And I'm like, is there another Dave Stevens here? So – you know, I I come up to the plate and the crowd's like going, Daryl could have hit a fourth home run, I and mean, you're sending up this legless dude. We'd rather see Daryl, you know. So I get up there and you get in there, and you know, I fouled off a couple of pitches against this pitcher, uh, Rambo guy, I was throwing in the 90s, and I fouled off a couple, which was again a victory for me to foul off a 90 mile an hour pitch, and then I took on a um, three two count, I took the last pitch because I thought it was high and it was kind of here. If you look at the video and the ump rung me up and that ump got booed so bad because I would have had an on-base percentage of a 1,000 for batting for Daryl Strawberry, obviously. But, um, you know, yeah, there's humorous things when the ump looks at you and they're looking and, you know, the pitchers are like, what do I do? And I remember in high school one time they didn't think I could hit. So they brought the outfield and the infield in – like all around the di- the diamond right and i looked at my coach and he's like okay and okay okay boom i knocked it over their heads and i you know i legged out a single but all the runners came around to score and again it wasn't like it was bingo long in the traveling all stars it's like people stopped doing that kind of stuff they started respecting me as an athlete or you know a wrestling team saying he can't wrestle in high school cuz he's not wearing socks he's not wearing shoes they said and he's not wearing the attire. And so I, I had to put a sock on to go on the mat and, you know, kill their kid, you know. And I really, I let him up and took him down and, you know, to put him, teach him a lesson. But, you know, it, it's a compliment, though, in a certain way where these teams started preparing for me or doing things. Or the coaches would have the players fall on top of me in football. He'd go, How, just fall on top of him. Well, what does that do? That opens up the linebacker to come in and fill the slot and take out the running back. So...
1: You know, Dave, I'll tell you something. The show's going by, by like lightning, you know, and I was just sitting there thinking to myself, my goodness, did you just set a precedent or a strategy from the major leagues? <laughs> you sat there and said that you scrambled a brain, having been a pitcher, of a pitcher on the mound having to try to be in a zone with you and then get this get pitching cycle back in place. I mean, they may start looking for legless guys to put in the starting lineup, you know? Yeah. <laughs> to, <laughs> <laughs> This is crazy, okay? Anyway, we gotta move to a second break here. You're listening to Business Buzz with Frank Covering live on Voice America Business Network. Brought to you now by Business Group Resources. Listen, I have been talking to you. I have been preaching to you. If I could get you by the shoulders and shake you, I would do it. Listen, Business Group Resources has been out there for 15 years, getting back in your hands money that you owe. Oh, are entitled to from the IRS of taxes you've already paid under the R&D Research and Development Tax Credit. For you not to apply for this is absolute lunacy because if you paid taxes, you got an opportunity to get them back. An opportunity to get back three years of paid taxes with 6% compounded tax-free interest. So pick up that phone right now and dial 877-857-6875. That's 877-857-6875. My good friend Ken Debose out there will tell you within 15 minutes whether you qualify or you don't. And don't worry about an audit because in 15 years of business, they've never had one because most of the time the IRS doesn't know how to spell the R&D tax credit. That's the reason why they need BGR to come along and show them, oh my goodness, yes, out of all the apprentice hall that you've issued, this is actually there, yes it is. And they're getting millions back in the hands of small businesses every day that goes by. So pick up the phone at 877-857-6875 and find out what you're entitled to today. Well, I've been mixing it up with Dave Stevens. What an incredible guest, what an incredible life lived. But most importantly, Disabled? Ah, I don't think so. (laughs) We're going to be right back in two and two when my advertisers have a chance to take a look at you with more buzz for your business.
3: Moda Business Solutions is your one-stop shop with a focus on time and cost savings. We let you, the business owner, focus on running your businesses instead of searching for quality products and services. Cash is king, and we strive to put more cash into your pocket. Moda Business Solutions provides top-of-the-line products and services, connecting you with trending companies. Are you ready to grow your business? Call Moda Business Solutions at 858 251 40 or visit us online at
4: modabusinesssolutions.com
1: Hey, welcome back. I'm your host, Frank Kelly. Now on Business Watch, this is a segment of the show where we open up the phone lines in Phoenix and allow you, my listening audience, to call in live. So pick up the phone and dial 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. And you can be on live on Business Watch with myself and my fabulous guest, Dave Stevens, right now on Business Watch. Well, Dave, believe it or not, we had our publicist, keyword, our publicist, Dr. Andrea
5: Adams Miller, call in live. How are you doing? Hello, everybody. I'm so glad to be here with you guys. You guys have been rocking the airwaves.
1: Yeah, we've been having some fun here, quite frankly. Let me ask you a question. How and you got together with Dave?
5: Uh, well, we met at a celebrity softball game. I was there covering it for the Keep Smiling movement so we could honor these people for the smiles they create in the world. And I meet Dave, and he's just, you know, rolling on the field, having, a, and I mean rolling like – in person, like catching balls and diving and doing everything like that. I don't mean rolling in his chair, I mean rolling on the field because he's like fielding like no other. Uh, Just was amazing fun. We met, we hit it off really well and became quick friends and uh, then we were able to run into each other at multiple events over the years so it's funny when you're an influencer and a mover and shaker, you tend to show up at different things and didn't even know we were going to be at the same parties and then we started strategically planning Hey, what are you going to be at so we could actually run into each other on purpose too? And uh, it's been great. He's been a great friend.
1: Dave, was that a charity event?
2: Yeah, it was uh, the Celebrity Softball Classic down at uh, the uh, Texas Rangers Stadium. So I I've played in that stadium too. It was pretty cool to be there with uh, Michael Irvin and and celebrities, uh, people that I had worked with, or you know, being a part of that. And again, people. 15,000 people seeing a guy without legs playing softball and not realizing that those kind of things can be done. So, yeah, it's been neat. Uh, Andrea's been a part of a lot of amazing things. We just ran into each other at the Super Bowl in Phoenix. So, hello, shout-out to everybody, my homies in Arizona, if you're listening out there. And, uh, yeah, I guess our paths are going to continue to cross because she does amazing things as well.
1: You know, you're wearing that Tampa Bay hat. It reminds me of that movie, right, where the guy was a uh, baseball coach, right? Jim Morris. Yeah. yeah, Jim yep. Morris, right? What what an yep. incredible story, right? And the first uh, stadium he ended up in was uh, was the uh, Texas Rangers. That was absolutely incredible. Dave, let me ask you a question. You know, you and I talked a little bit before we got on the show, that the small business community out there is experiencing high levels of suicide, high levels of depression, high levels of stress, like, off the charts because of this pandemic, right? It seems to me that what you're getting engaged in by really laying it on the line of your life in the midst of philanthropic type of activities, right? Which it seems to me that you're doing a great deal of that, right? Not just necessarily for pay, but because you wanna make a difference before you leave this world. Let me ask you a question. Is that pretty good advice right now for a small business owner to basically say, hey, take the eyes off your problem and get involved with somebody who's maybe got a bigger need
2: than even you. Absolutely. I I know people are afraid to, you know, spend money that they don't have in certain situations. And, uh, you know, and and I continue to do it, you know, and, and Andrea says to a fault of people either using me for their own benefits or not compensating me for my services. Um, But I have such a big giving heart that to me it works out in the end because then you meet people, you make contacts like Frank and, you know, all the things that have come across in my life. And so to a fault, I do it to the small business people. You know, if you do get involved in your local community and you do things where maybe it's one day you're, you're setting up free food for the town or free come in and say hi and give us, you know, coffee and stuff like that stuff to just kind of reinvigorate people knowing that small business or you know taking a chance and spending 500 for a charity to get your name on a golf flag at a charity golf tournament and, and then going out and making those contacts with those people and things like that like we we don't do enough good in this world yet some people just want to take credit for other people's good and i'm not i've never been like that like i know i know i bring a lot to everything that That I do. I mean, it's obvious. I don't have legs. It's not a dynamic you're used to. So when I'm hosting or emceeing an event or doing something, you know, it's a performance. And I don't care if I'm sitting on a coffee table. That's my, that's my, you know, all the world is a stage to me because I know every day of my life, people are staring at me because I don't have legs. It's just, it's the bottom line. And so, if I can instill confidence in those smaller businesses or those small people that are afraid to get up and go out and, and either invest or are afraid to ask for help to go, I need somebody who knows more about business. I need a lawyer. Well, you know, Frank knows somebody and that lawyer won't charge you, but he will, you know, need you down the line if something or, you know, there's always ways to connect in these communities and intertwine if you if you reach out. You you make those contacts. You make those LinkedIn connections. You make those Facebook or YouTube or whatever. And I know people hate that social media because there's so much bad, but it's one of the ways that we still can connect on a on a on a. You know, I, I had the head of a chair of the head of Easter Seals emailed me today saying, "Hey." The Runway of Dreams president said they saw you and they want us to connect with you. And and, and it's like, so all the things that I do for free sometimes will come circle around. And if there is karma, if you do as good, much good karma as you can, then it's going to come back to you. And, you know, I don't look for accolades. I don't want people to, you know, tell me I'm an inspiration or a hero. I'm like when Charles Barkley said, I'm not a role model. I'm not babysitting your kids. You know, it's like I fail. I'm a human. I, I have, you know, issues that I've had to deal with in my life. But when you look at me, I'm resilient, you know, COVID could have killed me, but instead I'm like, what's this internet all about? And how can I put out my own shows and switch from a zoom to a bigger platform to where now I'm streamed on, you know, Kathy Ireland's company has is, is got my show on it. And so, um, and it opens up opportunities to be on voice America. So you know, it's all good. It's all perspective, but you've got to be willing, especially the small businesses to take those chances. And I know you've probably taken a lot of small chances already and they failed, but you've got to continue to take those chances, set those goals, set those monthly goals, financial goals, personal life goals every single day to achieve those things. If you still want to have successes in business.
1: You mentioned to me, Dave, that you met Jim Abbott. Very famous Major League Baseball player, threw a no-hitter against Cleveland uh, in 1998, pitched for four Major League teams without a right hand. Let me ask you a question. When you met that man, what kind of dialogue passed between you?
2: We just, we had a, a private conversation where we knew what our pressure was like, as opposed to any other good athlete with expectations. Because we, as I said, we knew everybody was gonna pity us for our failures or look at us in awe for our successes. And we just wanted to be out like you in the outfield or pitcher or whatever. We didn't we didn't ask for it. Um, but it, it was very it was a very vulnerable conversation that we had because we got it. We got it, what it's like to be stared at, what it's like to be every room you walk in, they make fun of you or, or kids are scared of you in a, in a Walmart, you know, because they're like, oh, that man has no legs. And the parents, I had a woman uh, at Halloween pushing her daughter in a Walmart cart coming out and the little girl goes, wow, mom, that man has no legs. And the woman said, wow, isn't that scary? So she's, she, you know, we, we aren't born with prejudices. We are either taught them or inherit them. So it's about the perspective of, you know, what Jim and I had kind of went through of of we didn't ask to be like this, but we could make the best of our situations and let the chips fall where they may. And again, my, I didn't, you know, I didn't have 80 wins in the major leagues and a no hitter for the Yankees and uh, a double in Milwaukee with one hand when Jim had to actually hit in a game, you know? So the guy had two major league base hits with one hand. You know, we don't talk about those kind of things. To me, that's more impressive than pitching a no hitter. You know, for him to face major league pitching with one arm and get a hit. So it, it's about perspective, I think. Sometimes, as far as you know, what what Jim and I went through. Because again, there are people that have gone through way worse than we have. You yeah, know, I think hard.
1: I think hard has a lot to do with it as well. My own personal uh, encounter with pitcher Jim Abbott when he pitched for the California Angels. I was out at Little League Day, right? Thousands of kids. And then in the backside of uh, Anaheim Stadium is where the players go in and out, right? And there's chain link fence on either side so nobody can get close to them. And the bottom line is after the game, uh, Dave Parker, who was playing for the Angels, all these kids are clamoring for his autograph. He walked past them like they weren't even there. Popped in his Porsche and just drove off. Abbott came out. He spent an hour doing autographs with these kids through that chain link fence. And I'll tell you what, My estimation of him that day went to the moon, Alice, as Jackie Gleason would say, because here's a guy who probably, you know, didn't have the renown of a Dave Parker, but let me tell you something. He had the heart of a major league baseball player that cared about the next generation that could be on that diamond behind him. It's just absolutely amazing to me sometimes. Listen, I got a very, very short period of time to go on the show. Dave, let me ask you a question real quick. How would you like Small business to remember you. Take a minute.
2: Uh, Just as a guy that was never willing to quit or to give up, I could have sat back and, you know, be in in a a parking lot with pencils saying, well, you know, I need food, I need money or whatever. I could could have taken, there could have been all kinds of approaches, but I, I took my approach. And I think that, you know, everybody needs to realize again, Count your blessings. You're walking, you're talking, hopefully living. And and utilize those tools, you know, and, and figure out, you know, what is going to make you work, what's going to help you fit into society. You know, seen or unseen disabilities, we got them all. And unlike if you're born Black or you're born Chinese or you're born uh, Hispanic, you can become disabled at any moment in your life. You can join our club. We don't want you in our club, but you can join us. You can have a stroke. You can have an accident. So... You know, think about that. Think about if something else worse to happen, could you have that fortitude, like a, a veteran, to lose a limb, to lose an arm, and to come back and and overcome that? And in your point earlier about the suicide rate for small businesses, you know, to think about that's actually having an impact on their lives, their families, all those amazing, you know, horrible things that we've talked about. I hope that these small businesses might take a little bit of this and and have a different perspective after today's show.
1: Real quick, Dave, how does my audience get in touch with you?
2: Follow Dave Stevens Speaks on all social media platforms, uh, S-T-E-V-E-N-S. I'm on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn. The show is Geary Stein and Stevens on all Spotify, Apple, and platforms on visual, too. So we, we have fun. We get a lot of celebrities, and we enjoy our time.
1: Very cool. Thank you very much, Dave, for being my guest today. Dr. Andrea, give your contact information, considering you're going to be lining up another fabulous guest for me next week. Go.
5: Dr. Andrea Adams-Miller, theredcarpetconnection.com, theredcarpetconnection.com, and it's also at Andrea Adams-Miller on all social media, LinkedIn, et cetera.
1: Outstanding. Dave, thanks so much for being with me today. Dr. Andrea, thanks for popping in. And thank you, my listening audience, for tuning in to Business Buzz today. If you'd like to be a guest or you have a business that needs to elevate your brand, and expand your reach. You can reach us toll-free at 877 number 3 W B U Z. And to learn about the show more, you can literally go to businessbuzz, B-I-Z-Z-N-E-S-S-B-U-Z-Z dot com. Well, I've got another fabulous guest being orchestrated right now by my publicist who's on with me today, so you don't want to miss next week's show. The buzz factor of your business is what we seek to increase week in and week out. Tune in next week as we bring more guests and resources to make your business buzz